Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlositev, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Seiner, with my wonderful co-host, Mina Kunlo-Sitap. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. So today, we're really excited to bring you this episode. We have been hearing so much feedback from our students, our listeners, and our community. People are sort of up in the air, right? They're trying to navigate these uncertain times and trying to figure out, well, what do I do right now? What do I do in my business what do I do if I had plans and those plans were canceled? Mina and I keep saying we all had plans and all of our plans were canceled. <laughs> Sadly, they all were. And we're all navigating something that is sort of in the unknown, but there are certain things that we do know. There are truths and there are untruths. And so today's episode is that really truly for you guys is that the truth is that you need to get scrappy. And we're going to share other truths and untruths to growing your small business right now. Yeah. And I think this episode is so important right now because people feel so uncertain. They feel like they don't have any control, right? And then you're just left in this analysis paralysis, right? You, you feel stuck. And you know if you're feeling stuck, your business is stuck right? And you feel overwhelmed by all the things. So there's definitely truths in all this and a hundred percent you need to get scrappy is one main one. Um, but again, we'll be going over all of them today with you. Yeah. So it's, what does this all mean for a product-based business? Whether you sell, you manufacture, you're a maker, you sell your physical products, whether you're a brick and mortar or a store that sells products, but maybe you're not manufacturing, people are not at the point of this recording, necessarily out of their houses and shopping in stores the way that they used to shop, right? We're mm -hmm. not wandering Target with a Starbucks in our hand while mm -hmm. I miss those days. We're not shopping Main Street USA, popping into small boutiques. Uh, people might not fully be on Etsy as often as they are, or Amazon is not fulfilling all of the things that all the other businesses out of essential items. And so what do you guys do? What do we all do right now while things have shifted? Well, there's definitely things that we can be doing and people are still buying things right now. Yeah. The thing that I think inspired me about the truths and untruths is that you can reframe things in your mind and make them seem like you can move forward. For instance, I saw somebody that said that it said stuck at home and she crossed out the stuck and wrote um, safe okay. at home. Yeah. And so for me, I was like, that's so true. It's just a matter of one word that can make you feel like, oh, I got it. When you, when you start hearing all these things of people saying different things, you're unsure. Is that true or is that untrue? 
Mm-hmm. You know, so I'd want to kind of look at it from, you know, our lens that we're seeing things and, and help people move forward in those things that they're hearing by reframing it for them, if that's what they need to move forward with. So I want to ask you guys some questions. Did you have plans that were canceled? 100%. <laughs> were you supposed to have markets or trade shows that you were expecting to get a good part of your revenue from that were canceled? You know, Mm -hmm. is that what you were doing is, are, were you selling wholesale to retailers and that was canceled or has shifted? Um, Are you a brick and mortar that people usually walk up to and buy from and people aren't out shopping? Were you planning on launching something? That's another thing we hear Mm -hmm. a lot of, right? Launching. Another Mm -hmm. thing is another thing that people have been asking and kind of feeling a lot of guilt about. We've talked about it a lot, especially um, on the Instagram lives that we've been doing in Facebooks are, should I even be selling right now? Right. Mm -hmm. And the idea of that is sort of like, yes, you guys, like you're the backbone of our country. The fact that you guys are solopreneurs and you're in your houses and you're able to produce and make things, or if you have small teams, like you guys are still able to make things while big factories and big companies are shutting down or having to go on halt or do things because they can't pivot. So there's such opportunity for you guys right now. I think the other thing that we're seeing a lot of people deal with, which Mina and I are recording this at 10 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. um, because our kids are home, right? Mm-hmm. Well, not in the house right now. Your kids are out of the house? <laughs> yes, they're out of the house right now with their dad. <laughs> Mina's kids go to bed way later than my kids. But um, it's also just trying to figure out that time of like when you have that time, right? To, mm-hmm. to do things and make things. And there's so many things that we're telling ourselves. And I know our last episode was, you know, about your brain and your mindset. And so today we want to jump into those, the truths and the untruths because there's a way that you guys can pivot your mindset right now. And there are things that you can really lean into to keep growing your business. And we don't say that just hypothetically. We know this for sure, because out of the hundreds of students that we work with, we have heard and seen the things that they're doing. And they, some of them are having months that equal or rock or beat where they were last year. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, I think we should get into the truths and untruths that we're hearing because it will kind of share with you how we're seeing things happen in real life when we're hearing certain things, but then we're not seeing those same things, right? What are really, what's really true and untrue right now in the product business community that we have, right? So first and foremost, um, untruth number one, so I'm going to jump right in, Jacqueline, get ready for this one. That is people don't have money to spend. And that's something that I was like, who are you to say what money people have to spend? Right? Like, how do you know what they have or what they prioritize? And my opinion is like people who, I mean, everybody has a cell phone. Everybody has, you know, a lot of people have iPhones. Those are a thousand dollar devices that people have and they choose to do that while they, they don't choose to spend money on other things. Yeah, clearly people do still are spending money because we've had um, clients that have been having record months, like what Jacqueline is saying. And that's not just one client. These are clients across different categories. We're talking hobby, we're talking um, pottery, we're talking, you know, so many different things, um, jewelry, all these different categories that people will spend what they want to spend their money on. And um, they will they still have that money in their account that they get to decide what am I going to spend it on? 
it's not for us to say what they will and won't spend it on. Right. And we all have different needs in our own homes, right? Within our four walls. And depending on what you sell, it might be something that a new, you acquire a new customer because of something you're selling, or it's something that you've created that is, is in need of theirs right now. So, I mean, Mina is what have you spent money on that you've never spent money on before? Well, I, I bought a whole bunch of different things since I'm not going to the chiropractor or the massage therapist anymore. I bought a chirp wheel, which is for stretching my back. I bought a massage gun, which is for, um, massaging my back. (laughs) What else did you buy for your back? So many different things, those things like um, aromatherapy, of course, to relax my body as well as my back. <laughs> you know, so um, I bought magnetic eyelashes because I'm not going to eyelash person anymore. I um, Jacqueline has bought all kinds of bulk flower and gardening things. And, gardening. So yeah. I don't have a lot of plants in my house because it's really just, I don't do very well with them, but we have bought um, this like super greens planting thing that Mm -hmm. is they it's like in seven days you plant super greens that are equal to eating like handfuls of spinach which is a small product-based business Uh it's micro micro super greens right Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. we bought um a stand for all these plants that we now have we bought like a little greenhouse we bought a new table a new patio table because we're spending a lot of time outside and a wheelbarrow wheelbarrows we (laughs) put a, a tree went through my deck and so we had to buy a new table but we bought a new table. Um, I bought a fire pit. So I've been spending, you could see the two places that we're at. I've been spending a lot of money on kind of like our outdoor lifestyle because we're Mm -hmm. coming out of winter and we're really, we're home and we're trying to create this different environment. Actually, Mina, I bought a swing set and a sandbox. Yeah. Um, Whereas I'm more focusing on the inside stuff for me as well as stuff for the kids, like activities. I also bought all new sheets that I've been wanting to buy that I was just like, Oh, when am I going to buy this? I really need to. Um, so it's, um, I bought different like kits for the kids painting and doing things like that, that we've, you know, always wanted to do to do. I've also bought stuff for baking, which I've Mm -hmm. never baked ever before. I just don't enjoy it, but these are like really simple things, you know? And you know what else I bought for myself is I bought a bandolier. It's like a kind of like a a bag, like a cell phone holder that you wear. That's super cool looking and it's not cheap. And I always wanted one and I bought it while I was staying home, which I think is the irony, right? Because it's really meant to wear on the go bag. Yes. It's like Uh to hold your phone, but I need my phone on me and I don't always have pockets. Right. So it was something that I'm not kidding. I'm say four years I've wanted it. And I finally bought it just so I could carry my phone around with me at home. So I just want you guys to think, I mean, these are all super random things that we've purchased and some of Mm -hmm. them are expensive and some of them are not. And those are things that have made us feel better in the current situation that we're in. So if you were to tell me that I don't have money to spend, there's certain things I'm not going to spend money on right now, but there's Mm -hmm. certain things that I'm finding priorities of. So I may not need the stretch my back wheel thing, right? That might not be where I spend my money. It's a life changer. (laughs) might not be buying herself like um, plant your own microgreens. Uh So there you go. Two different customers right here that are buying a bunch of random things. Right. People are still spending money because so many people are still making money right now. Right. And they need things and they're home and they need different experiences. So here's your untruth number two. Kind of mentioned this. We're going to say it again. So big. This is the one we're hearing so much of, and it is, 
I shouldn't be selling right now. Jacqueline, have you been hearing that? Yes. And if I could rage, I would. <laughs> rage. Go ahead, rage. Do it. I don't want to yell. Like, this is when I said, remember when we started all this, I was like, I'm going to take you by your virtual shoulders. I'm going to shake you. And then I'm going to pat you and say, it's all okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> and I'm going to shake you again and say, yes, you should be selling right now. Mm-hmm. It is your responsibility to yourself, to your business, to your family, to your employees, to your economy, to the customers that you have to be selling right now. If anybody tries to shame you, that's their thing. Oh, a hundred percent. It's their thing. If you want to sell glitzy diamond earrings during the pandemic, you sound amazing. That sounds amazing. Because Mina may decide to be, that's the thing she's going to buy herself. You know what? I've been buying, I did buy a necklace that was like a medallion looking one. It looked bigger online than I I got. It It was a really small, so I have to return it. But yes, I'm still buying things that make me feel good about myself. Right. So the fact that someone is selling that to me is all the better because that person has employees. They have their own life. Even with me, of course I should be selling right now. I am a business you know, I had bills. I had so many different things that have to function because they've always had to function before. And I'm just learning how to pivot. And there are people that say, you shouldn't be selling right now. We've had people say that to our own clients and things like that. And that person was probably just having a bad day, honestly. There's always going to be somebody that doesn't quite, that's decided that they wanted to say something mean that day, you know? And so it has nothing to do with you. I think that's what I have to, I really want to emphasize for people is that if someone says that to you, they don't know what your life is like. They don't know, you know, that the things that you need to be selling or, or the reason why you started your business or the children that you have to feed all the things, you know, if you shouldn't be selling right now, then tell the government that just offered billions of dollars to keep small businesses open to keep their money, right? Mm-hmm. Like why, why are they doing all this government, you know, assistance? Because they need people to keep paying their employees. They need them to stay in business. They need them to pay their taxes. They need them to keep local economies thriving and going. We need the restaurants to survive. We need small businesses on Main Street to survive. We need the online businesses that work out of their homes and their garages to survive. We need each other. Plus, we need back rollers and microgreens and tables and jewelry. I mean, I every uh, Jacqueline said it yesterday even. She said, everybody right now is learning something new, right? This might be the only time that this person was going to buy this random instrument that they were going to learn or a journal or some candles or um, this painting that they have on the wall that makes them feel better every time they're drinking coffee or um, a, you know makeup that they've always wanted or a, you know, on the go bandolier, you know, crossbody purse, for instance, you know, that Jacqueline was talking about. So there's different things of why people are buying. And it's usually because right now it is true. You might just have gotten the time that you've always have wanted to do something new. Right. And, or you're missing something and you need to recreate some sort of experience at home. Mm -hmm. So I want again, to take you guys by your virtual shoulder, shake you, pat you, tell you everything. If you could see me, I'm doing the motions, <laughs> tell you everything's going to be okay. And when you guys start to feel this creep come in, listen to our voices, let us come back into your ears and say, 
Yes, you should be selling right now. There is no shame in selling right now. It is your duty as a small business to continue to sell right now. Mm -hmm. And we fully support you. Right. And then the next untruth, you guys, this is the last untruth, is that all of my options have been canceled. Who feels it? Who feels all their options have been canceled? I they mean, have not. <laughs> they may not be clear. They may yeah. feel a little uncertain. They might be like, well, I'm going to try that. But they're not. Your options have not been canceled. It's true. You know, um, there's, you know, events that might have been canceled, but then those events can move online, for instance, right? So how are you going to look at the other options that arise instead of the options that have been canceled, right? It's just shifting your focus from problem to possibility. Right. And a lot of these options that we feel like have been canceled, a lot of the things, and you guys might think this, a lot of things we did were because we were kind of set in a routine or set on a path, right? Mm -hmm. There's people, you have people on your team that people were like, well, maybe I should have fired them, but I didn't because just everything was just going. I didn't want to like ruffle any feathers. Or some of you might be like, well, keep doing these markets or these trade shows, but I just don't want to. And I don't have the time and I want to be home and I wish I was selling online more, but I can't because I'm just doing this and I just don't have the time to change things or I'm scared. Well, scared or not, things have changed and new options, new opportunities are arising and inventions happening. So I think that's a good lead into yeah. the truths that we want to share with you. Right. The truths. Because right now all of us are reassessing what things have been canceled, what options are there. So moving into the truths... Truth number one, Jacqueline, and this is what we're really seeing as differentiators, right? The people that are successful right now and kind of um, really pivoting and leaning into what they need to do in order to be successful. So truth number one, work on what works. Super obvious, but at the same time, that's why things are cliches and things are obvious because it's so true. Work I don't even think that it is obvious because oh, really? well, maybe when we say it there, it clicks. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of times people feel like they need to be doing something else mm-hmm. and they forget about what works. And that's why, you know, we've done this bestseller secrets challenge because it is, it is reinforcing this work on what works, work on what sells, work on your yeah, bestsellers. It is. And right now the number one question really is, what should I be working on? <laughs> your bestseller. <laughs> yeah. Work on what works. <laughs> so we believe that a successful product-based business, they pivot toward their customers' needs and they lean into what's working. Mm-hmm. Right? So again, you have to think about your customers' needs. You pivot towards that. And you need to lean into what's working. So whether that's your bestseller or a new product or a platform that you're selling on, we need you guys to, it's leaning in. Yeah. So we're going to loosely tell you um, a few things that you could be working on and things that we've seen work all the time. And I think you already know we're going to say bestseller because we've been saying it this whole time, right? So just lean into, because you know your bestseller works and that's what you should be leaning into. Jacqueline, do you want to mention any other areas? Yeah. So like we kind of mentioned just previously, it was like your customer. So Mm -hmm. this is the time that you over deliver to your customer and you either pay attention to what their needs are or you over deliver to them. 
Mm-hmm. And you've, it's, it's way easier for you guys to retain your customers and to sell again to your current customers than it is to acquire new customers. So yeah, don't forget for sure. about them, whether they're five of them or 5,000 of them. Yeah. I mean, it's just reassessing it. You can't get to know your customer enough and their lives have changed right now too. So like coming back to your customer and saying, what are their new needs or what are their needs that are still going on? Or how can I get to know them more and how can I serve them better? Will only help your business grow as well as, well as that bond that you have with your customer because right. you know who they are even more so. And you guys have heard us talk about this email marketing. So That's one of the things when all of this hit and we asked everybody like, what do you need to be working on? And so many people were like, emails, I need to do my emails. And we're like, great, you've got time. Let's write your emails. But those areas that you could be working on is your email marketing. It's your, how are you staying consistent and in their inbox? How are you following up on the sale? What are you doing in their inbox and how are you staying relevant to them? Yeah. Work on what works, you guys. I mean, email is tried and true. Uh You know, it makes money the most out of everything that small businesses do. Right. And then it takes us over to the idea of online presence. So another area you could work on, and we all know this because another huge question we get is social media, Instagram, what do we do with that? So working on your online presence, and we're going to put this caveat. So all my introverts, take a deep breath with me, (laughs) video. So we're going to talk about online presence and we, and you need to be working on that. But the thing that's working right now, the thing that's selling, the thing that's going to have you stand out, the thing that's going to bond you to your customer and bond your customer to your products and your bestsellers is by doing more video and showing up on video. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing even the big guys do this, right? We saw L'Oreal, we saw Google, we saw um, United Airlines showing their faces of the CEO. They've never done it. But this is unprecedented in that people want realness so much more than they ever did. They're in their homes right now. So a message from the CEO is as real as it gets, right? They're putting a face to something. Otherwise, you're just going to graze right over it because you've got your kids at home. you got so much things to do. There's so much going on that when they're able to put a face to something, it's even so much more powerful. You get to hear the way they speak. You get to hear the way that you get to see the way they look. You see their mannerisms, their body language. You get to know immediately if they're being authentic a lot of times. And so video is so powerful right, powerful right now, especially in these times where people are so uncertain. They, they don't have the tolerance for inauthenticity. Think about all of the celebrities' <laughs> homes we've seen. <laughs> oh my gosh, right? I mean... I mean... Saturday Night Live went live from home. Um, mm-hmm. Trevor seen- Noah, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon, the other one, uh-huh. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon <laughs> in his basement with his slide and his kids. You know, Lady Gaga, like like all the performers that are doing things from home. You're like, well, they've got a nice studio in their house. Mm-hmm. But then there's other people that we're getting to see behind the scenes that aren't the online presence. So Mina and I have always since we started the product boss, we've been an online business. We operate from our homes. You guys see us on video on Instagram, but there's other businesses. There are, there are every, literally everybody in the world is now online. And so you would have never seen behind the scenes. Oh my gosh. It's incredible. Have you ever seen, have you seen those videos that went viral of the people who first time doing zoom calls and one woman went to the bathroom and another man showed up naked. They didn't realize the videos were on. No. (laughs) 
<laughs> I literally was gasping for air crying because I was laughing so hard. They're like, oh my gosh, make sure you guys have your clothes on, you know, because it's your like coworker. <laughs> that must be why. So, but why we're saying this is that I know you guys are introverts and we actually are putting together a like, well, we're going to get into that, but we're going to help you with video more. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is sometimes in, in those of you that know us know this, and those of you that don't, we'll, inter- we'll introduce ourselves again. Mina is a hardcore introvert or was, and I am more of an extrovert, still am, <laughs> but I would still get sweaty getting in front of people and speaking. I've spoken on a lot of stages in the fashion industry and I was like, all sorts of sweatiness. And Mina, when she used to have to speak, um, when you started, was it whiskey you would take shots of? Yeah. And that was because I was in college. So you know what? Shots were like the thing, right? So I was in (laughs) college and it was the first time because I was getting my MBA and they were starting to introduce teamwork or team project management. And I was like, and then you had to go on stage with your team and do presentations on the stage, right? And I was like, oh, First of all, why would it, you'd ever work on Teams? Because imagine how long ago this was, right? 2004, where it's like the first people working in um, like team, you know, leadership was starting to become a norm. And so it's just so crazy to think back that that old Mina is long gone for sure. But I would take a shot beforehand because it would like um, calm my jitters. I was of the youngest of the people that were in my MBA class because it was night classes. And, and plus, because you know, graduated early. <laughs> Yes, indeed. And so, you know, that's just my old technique. But but I say that because we're now podcasters. And when I met Mm. Mina, she, you know, the reason why you'll hear me speak first is because that was one of the things initially that helped Mina sort of anchor onto me going first, like take, Mm. you know, and then she would go still, still to the still, but you've gone live on video without me. Mm -hmm. You go with Facebook now live. You've done, you do podcast things without me. With for sure intention and maximum effort. I want to remind you guys of why we're telling you this is because these things work, right? So focusing on your customers, email marketing, your bestseller, online presence and video, they work no matter what as far as you're going to be stronger at the end of this, right? All these things, if you even do a portion of these, you know that that will better your skill set. Right. will help your business. And so I intentionally now have been forcing myself brutally sometimes to go live without Jacqueline because I was using her a little bit as a crutch. And I, honestly, I like it. And it still makes me feel so great when she goes first and I can just use her as a jumping off point. Right. But I want to know that by the end of all of you know this year, at least one of my personal goals is that I can have that presence by myself that I'm able to jump on a live and do all these things because my kids are home now. I don't, I can't, we can't wait for each other as much as we used to be able to. (laughs) Beyonce, are you going to go out from the band? (laughs) No, but, and and that's exactly why I want to bring it up because we have a lot of new listeners here. And when we say video, because we know a huge percentage of you are introverts, there is an element, especially because we can't use models right now. There's a whole bunch of things that have changed that you friends are going to need to step into this a little bit. So whether we start with your ear and your eyeball and then eventually move into your face, whether we start with just your hands or whether you are a talking head and you're showing up, we're going to get you there. So those are, I think, four definite areas, like Mina said, where are we going to get to? 
through this? Like, how are we going to come out on the other side? What relationships are we going to form with our customers? What kind of email marketing are we going to get and running and consistent? How are we going to really push our best sellers? Cause we know those work and how are we going to be more present online and starting to really integrate video into our mm-hmm. businesses? Love it. That sounds like a perfect plan. Thanks. So <laughs> truth number two, Mina. Truth number two is what we've been talking about this whole time, but I, we want to hammer in this home. You need to grow your online presence right now, no matter who you are really, right? Because a successful product business pivots the plans that they had, right? We all had plans, you know, and now you just need to lean into going virtual now. So the businesses that you're going to see that do not make it out of this will be the people who couldn't figure out how to get online. Mm -hmm. There are always, there are always recessions, right? There have been pandemics. There are always recessions. There are always things that are going to put businesses out of business. You just look back at any of the stores that you guys ever knew that used to be in business, but they just didn't up with the times. Like, the warehouse, right? Mm-hmm. Music, music in stores and like renting videos. Well, there were new inventions. There was TiVo. It put it out. It put it under and they didn't pivot and adjust soon enough. So the thing we need you guys to realize right now is unless you're sitting on a stack of cash and you could just wait this out, you guys need to grow your online presence right now. And we're going to help you through this. This is not like build a website and you know, all these things that feel overwhelming, we're going to help you figure out how to do that online presence, but you do need to start creating these plans and you need to get scrappy, like we said, and you need to get online now. Right. And so I think you'll start to see the people that have started to become more successful during this time. They're the ones that are really thriving. And those are the ones that are showing up more than ever. You know, there's people I've never seen show up, you know, never, ever. Like I said, the CEOs of big companies, even they are showing up to customers where their customers are, right? Never have, I mean, the Walmart CEO gave a message to his employees, you know, that's like a big deal. I didn't actually realize he was so young either. Um, Also engaging with their customers is taken to a whole nother level right now, right? So engaging over delivering, like what Jacqueline was saying, tapping into their, um, what you can give them that's existing customers and, you know, even new customers, but existing customers, especially so, and just being super useful and super helpful during this time. Um, So really, I mean, those are all, you know, just a few things of how you can be super scrappy and show up and um, create this online presence of something that's so necessary more than it's ever been. Yeah, I think it's just being consistently show, consistently showing up where people are and people are on their devices. People are home and they're either watching TV or on their cell phones. I mean, that's our way of communicating with people right now, mm-hmm. right? More so than being able to walk down a street or walk in a park. I mean, there's there's things like that. So you guys, we want you showing up in their inbox. We want you showing up online. We want you showing up on social media. We want you engaging. And we want you to be useful to them. We want you to, if they're going to follow you, it's because you're useful in some way, whether your product is helping them be useful or you're sharing a tip with them or you're like, this is a recipe I just learned because your customer cares about it. So that, and, and remember that you're, gonna, you're still going to be scrappy. It's not perfect. We're not telling you to get your glam squad together, which is yourself, your four-year-old. <laughs> You know, you're, we're just saying, get, get online, like 
show up where they are and just do it. Be authentic and just be there. Yeah. I mean, truly, you know, the people that you're going to remember through this whole thing are the people that showed up for you, right? The ones that you remember like, oh yeah, I remember she popped online all the time during this time, right? And so not, it's not the people that you, that you got totally ghosted by and that just didn't show up. And then they were like, oh, hey, you're here now, <laughs> you know? To- so, totally. Because the companies that don't show up are you're not, they're just, we're you're just going to forget about them. Totally. But the people that show up and, you know, there's people that are, sometimes it has nothing even to do with their product, but they're daily showing something, oh, right? Yeah. That you're getting used to. You're like, oh, every day she's going, like Erin Condren is a perfect example. Erin mm-hmm. Condren is showing her husband cooking in the kitchen and her daily life. She sells planners and I'm obsessed with her. I've never bought her product ever, but now I'm obsessed and obsessed with all the things Erin Condren and I'm probably will purchase from her well, now. good thing your business partner buys from her a notebook every single year. Which I never knew who she was because I wasn't a notebook person in that way. And so when you start talking about her, fine. And still, if I were to follow her... <laughs> ja- obviously, Jacqueline has not been listening to me. Every every year or every few months, I'm like, I bought an Erin Condren because no, this I, is the I only do paper I will write on. Literally, because <laughs> it's the thickest one. <laughs> I do listen. But if I followed a regular Erin Condren her regular Mm -hmm. Instagram site, it's still just a regular Instagram site for me. They're still just posting planners and they're still just posting, you know, things like that. But by, by following Erin Condren, the actual Erin Condren, so you guys might go and follow her. I'm so into her. So basically like following her regular site, they're kind of showing up, but they're still a product-based business and they're just showing up. Now, if they had regular, if they had Erin Condren, the human being showing up on there and associating the product, but she still is, she's still building her brand on her own personal Instagram. And I'm obsessed. Yeah. And she's embarrassing her kids, which is like the best. She's just so, it's just so fun. So that's basically why I, I'm saying like, I now I'm super into her, even though my business partner buys her (laughs) because she loves the paper. And I'm going to buy her because I actually love her. So yes, yes, both fans now. So last but not least, and this is the most leading one that we've said before, and that is truth number three. Jack, are you ready? Scrappy and creative will set you apart. Let's repeat that again. Scrappy and creative will set you apart. Right. So a successful product-based business, you guys, they pivot their selling strategy and they lean into their greatest strengths. Okay. So what are your greatest strengths? This is what I know about entrepreneurs, especially product-based entrepreneurs or brick and mortars, that they're creative, they're resourceful, and they have courage, right? So the, the courage, the courage that comes with this is the fact that you guys started a business. That's courageous and it's in itself. There are so many people we know that will never, ever start their own business, take that risk of putting up money, trying something new, putting themselves out there. So first and foremost, you guys are courageous. Then resourceful, you guys figured out how to start a business. You figured out what legal things you had to do. You figured out how to make something or get it made by somewhere else. You figured out what to price it at, where to sell it. You are resourceful. And then the creativity part of it is you're just creative because of all of this, right? You're just a creative person. And so the thing we want you guys to know is that if you're scrappy and creative in your selling and in your strategy for selling right now, 
you will be successful. Yeah. I mean, we've, Jack and I both in our businesses have gone through recessions before. And the people that we've seen come out of those are the ones that really have tapped into the fact that, you know what, I can do this. I know that I can't be stuck. Otherwise my business will, will literally die, you know? So they're the ones that are like, okay, I, I'm resourceful. I'm going to figure this out. I'm creative. So I can do it in a way that I know that I can dig deep, right? Because I'm courageous and brave and all the things like that, what Jacqueline was saying. It is scary, you guys. To be an entrepreneur is scary. You have to take certain risks, let's say. You have to put yourself out there. You have to show up when you don't want to. You have to develop skills that you never thought you'd have to develop. You have to stay up later. You have to wake up earlier. You know, so many things. You have to adjust. And, um, you know, being an entrepreneur is just this amazing thing that it, it, I feel like it's in your blood a lot of times, you know, those are the ones that you see get through a recession. They're like, oh, wow, we got through it. And here we are, you know, and every single one of you are going to get through this. If you get creative and you get scrappy, you guys are already listening to a podcast, which is already alternative right? Like you guys are here to learn something. Not everybody learns. People just lay down. They're just binging. (laughs) No, but I'm saying there's some people that just go, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to shut down. You know, like when you think about older, older, I'm going to say older people, but like when you think about them getting on a phone or technology and they start going like, "I, I just can't, I can't, I can't you know, it's just too much for me. You do it. You know, there's people like that in business. So I can't, this uncertainty or this change or being creative right now is just stops them dead in their tracks, which ultimately a hundred percent. There's those people that have only done things one way and will only do things one way, no matter what is thrown their way. That's why. But I know our listeners, they're listening to a podcast. That is not necessarily something that everybody does. You guys are listening to a business podcast to continue to learn. So if you're telling yourself in your head that maybe you're not this way, which is an untruth, I want to tell you guys the truth is is that you are scrappy and you are creative because you showed up here to listen to a podcast about how to continue to build your business. Yeah. And you're resourceful. And you are courageous, you know. I mean, I want to. I also want to remind you guys that courageous means that you could be scared, but you do it anyways, right? Like uh, one of my goals this past year was to um, rock climb because I'm scared of heights. Well, what did I do? I rock climbed. I went. I went rock climbing with my sister. Rock climb. Got stuck at the top. Literally tried to um, in a gym. In a, in a, it was very high. It was like yeah. a real rock climbing place. And I had one of those harnesses and everything like that. And I was like, I can't do it. And then literally screamed all the way down because you you have to let go. You know, does that mean that I'm no longer scared? No, of course I'm still scared. That was just one time, but it'll get easier every single time. It's just having the courage to keep on. Right. right. So I want you guys to think about this. I want you guys to think, are you creating your products for right now? So we talk about your bestseller and your bestseller in normal months and probably your bestseller in you know, uncertain times is still going to be your bestseller. If you sell earrings and this one pair of earrings is it, great. If you sell paint by numbers and this one certain painting is the one that keeps selling out, probably still going to be your bestseller. You sell snacks and there's a certain flavor, still going to be your bestseller. But are you creating your products for now or are you creating your messaging for now? So are you reinventing your messaging? Because if you're selling earrings, you might think, well, who's buying earrings right now? Why do they need them if they're at home? They need them. You just need to reinvent your messaging. 
Right. And are you becoming the face of your brand? I feel like if there was ever a time for you to think about being the face of your brand, now is it. Now is it during a pandemic, 2020, you guys, you guys, this is the time. So really consider it and push yourself to do it because the next thing I'm going to ask of you is to get consistent with it. You know, um, there's a couple things that are for sure that are going to happen. And one of them is that it's going to be uncomfortable and that it's going to take practice, right? So I'm going to say that again. It's going to be uncomfortable and it's going to take practice. And the thing is that when you're getting consistent, the practice is what really makes it get easier and easier. Like what I was talking about, the rock climbing, but you need to push through that discomfort and that will make you get better and better at what you're doing. And, and people will see it, right? And they'll be grateful for it. Right. So I want you guys to think about this. I want you guys to think, how do I pivot? How do I lean? What do I do right now in my business? And if you're sort of like, you, these are great ideas, ladies, wonderful. But what do I do? Well, you know, Mina and I have been in the middle of the bestseller secrets challenge. It's the second time we're running it. It was so successful last time and so successful this time. And thousands this time- of people took it. Thousands. thousands. In a pandemic. The first time we launched it was when everything was shutting down. Now we're weeks in and people still, they're working on their businesses. And so we've heard though, we've heard what our community is saying, our students, our listeners, the messages that we get on Instagram and sort of that's why we came up with these truths and these untruths because we've been hearing you guys see this. And we've also seen the success of people who did get scrappy, of people who did pivot, who, of people who got virtual, did things that they had never done before that they did. And so Mina and I created a brand new course during a pandemic. Because <laughs> Jack would keep saying we got nothing but time, but honestly, our kids are home and all the things. But our conversations are exactly like this, where it's like, you know what I keep hearing is blah, blah, blah. I shouldn't be selling right now. And then we go and then Jacqueline rages or I rage or whatever. <laughs> and then we'll see it say, well, you know what they need to do is they need to get scrappy and creative. And then so we shared a lot of the truths and untruths right now, but then it's just that implementation part, right? How do you actually put into action? That's what right. this person is. And we didn't want you guys to come up with excuses as to why, like why you couldn't get online right now, why you couldn't sell virtually, why you couldn't create new options for yourself when all of your options were canceled as you felt, right? That untruth. And so we created a basically, it's called the survival kit bundle for product-based businesses. So they are creative ways for you to grow your business right now. So we actually created a survival kit bundle. And in that, Mina and I created a brand new course called Pivot and Sell, which uses our pivots and leans framework, which we've sort of you know, said pivots and leans a bunch in this, but yes. we created two frameworks. And Mina, do you want to just talk about those frameworks really yeah, fast? Yeah, I think that's super necessary. So for you to pivots and leans, the pivots part is taking your product and knowing what to sell, right? We're getting to what to sell. So that for the acronym, it's pivots, product, innovation, virtual options, offer and over deliver, um, transaction, how people are going to pay you, right? And then shipping. We walk you through every single one of those to get up and running in the scrappiest and most creative way that we can see. Just scrappy, right? And then the leans part is how you're going to sell this online. So leans, again, an acronym. So L, local, email, alternative partners, network, and then social media. We walk you through, through every single one of those where you're taking it online and selling it. 
Yeah, because the survival kit bundle, the whole idea is that there are creative and alternative ways for you to pivot and sell your products online now and creative ways to market and creative ways to reconsider your products. And we have done this with our one-on-one clients. We've done this with our masterminders. We have been showing up live every day since things started shutting down and we have seen it. We've coached people on it and now we're bringing it to everybody in this bundle and we're super excited about it. And in that too, there are so many other things. We call it a bundle because it is a bundle. Not only do we have this, it's, 12 modules, 12 lessons um, in the Pivot and Sell course. We also have the done method, which is basically we're going to share with you the secrets to working from home. We also have um, our easy and simple video scripts, even if video terrifies you. So we've actually created scripts so you can show up online without being salesy to be authentic and you have a guide, right? You're not doing this on your own. And there are so many other things. So this is available. This course is not, this course bundle is not open until May 1st, which is Friday, which if you're listening to in real time would be tomorrow. And if not, whatever day it is. Yeah. I'll put that in the show notes for you guys. And you guys, thank you so much for listening. We're so excited to see all of you guys grow, even in the pandemic and with us alongside you and make sure you check that out in the show notes. This episode is over, but it doesn't have to end. Head over to our Facebook group, search for the Product Boss Biz Community, or the link is also in the show notes. Come connect with other product bosses just like you. We'll see you in there. If you love the Product Boss Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, share, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time, product bosses, let's make it happen.